What's up, everybody? Welcome to First of All, the podcast, a podcast where we sit down each week and take a conversation from its first of all to its last of all. I'm your host, Ben Compton. I'm so excited for you to be here with me today. Hey, y'all are in for a real treat this episode. This episode, I got a chance to sit down with the one and only Deveron D. Dennis. Deveron's one of my best friends when it comes to this comedy game, man. He's somebody who I've been on the road with, somebody who I've seen highs with and lows with. We've won together. We've lost together. Hey, man, we get into it deep uh, in this conversation as far as just what comedy means to us and where we see ourselves going. Because honestly, man... Uh, Devron's one of those people that my journey is his journey and his journey is my journey. We family in this comedy game, and I'm excited that we get a chance to share this conversation with y'all. So let's dive into the interview. What up, man? Yo, what up, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. How's how's the, how's it sound on on your end? Yeah, everything's good, pal. Everything is good. Okay. All right, but I'm saying this, okay, everything's good, but is the sound good? That's what matters. That's what the I just answered you, man. Okay, no, I said, is the sound good? And you said, everything's good. But that don't tell me shit. That don't tell me if the sound's good. That's if the sound was bad, I would have said, no, the sound needs work. Okay. You said everything is good. It's telling you, no, bro, it sounds good. Everything, okay. Everything's good, including okay. sound. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm making sure right I ain't page. seen you in two weeks. Why we got to start off arguing? Why we got to do this? Because you started with an argument. That's why. I know. You asked the question, and I gave an answer, and you didn't like the goddamn answer as though, as though I didn't give you the fucking answer you needed. I, That's you what happened. You didn't. I said, is the sound good? And you said, everything's good. Why couldn't you just say, yeah, the sound is good. It's that goddamn easy. See how easy that is? We wouldn't be having this conversation right now. I hate white people. Hey, man, I'm leaving all this in. I'm not editing None of this out, just so you know. I swear, I hate it. <laughs> what up, man? Not a damn thing, buddy. How, how are you? Man, everything's good, man. I'm uh, settling in for the night, man. Uh, wife and kids are uh, going to get Valentine's Day stuff because Valentine's Day is tomorrow. She better have got me something. You think I give a fuck about Valentine's Day this year? Do you, I, do, do you think I give a fine fuck? About Valentine's, I think I think I think that you probably gonna get some Valentine's ass, so it doesn't matter. I think if you don't, it's your fault. How is that my fault? If I'm not getting no ass, because you you have no ass attached to you, you can get any ass you want. It's it's pretty goddamn easy. Nah, you know what? Actually, me and my coworker were talking about that today. That maybe tomorrow is the perfect time to go out and get some ass. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think that's that's not corporate talk. You should be having. Uh, uh, well, you went on the clock. How about that? Oh, okay. All right. Well, then it wasn't a co-worker. They don't call him a co-worker. That's how you end up in legality. You end up in legal situations. You know what? You're right. You're right. See, I'm trying, I need no shit. Trying to help you out. And you were here bitching at me about the sound. See? Mm. I'm not bitching about it. Shut up, man. Mm. What are we talking about? Leave me alone. What are we talking all right, about? Man. All right, man. So, so you know, just first of all, uh, it's a com- it's a podcast where we're taking conversation from its first of all to its last of all. So first of all, who's who is this? Who is Devon D. Dennis? Who is who is Devon Dennis? Who am I? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> who am I? Who am I? See, I don't. You can't answer that. I am. 
Mushu. What? Hey, what if she was <laughs> What if she was like, Petey Pie, motherfucker? <laughs> Every time somebody asks me that, I think about Mushu from, um, from, uh, from Mulan. Mulan. Mulan, yeah. I am Mushu. The sound on your whole family. Yeah. It's great. Great movie. Great movie. Uh, Nah, for real, man. So, so obviously, you know, we we've been boys for a long time, man. We started in. Don't call me. Comedy. Don't call me boy down Black History Month, bro. Okay. Don't, whoa, don't, don't, whoa, don't, don't whoa, whoa, what's, what's, what's whoa, happening right here? What it's I said black. was, we've been boys. Nah, nah, I ain't world. your boy, goddammit. I am okay. not a boy. Uh, okay, I, I am okay. not the boy right now. <laughs> okay, I apologize. We've been acquaintances. Uh, however the fuck you want to say it. Um, <laughs> We've been fam for a long time now. Uh, how's that sound? Sound better? We fam. Yep. Hold that bell. Hold that bell. Hey, apologize. I apologize. That's my white guilt kicking in. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, we've been fam for a long. We started in comedy together. Obviously, we started. What? What? what you started? Two thousand and thirteen. You You was doing comedy before me, right? Man, I started. What fucking year is it right now? So it's twenty twenty three. So twenty, I got the USM. I've been doing comedy since two thousand twelve. Since twelve, okay, okay. Because you started with chaos, right? So that's a group y'all have on USM that is, yep, uh, like a bunch of different artists, right? Y'all don't just do comedy. What all was in chaos? Yeah, that was back when I thought I was a rapper. Um, so chaos, okay. okay. <laughs> chaos you, you might have thought you was a rapper, but I guarantee to you that nobody who saw you thought you was. Oh yeah, that's why I picked up comedy. They was like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. They was Cut. like, hey, hey, they was like, hey, big fella, it's probably time to find something yeah. else to do. Yeah. yeah. You you funny, buddy, but that rapping shit, <laughs> cut that out. Cut. Stop it. Uh, so that's pretty shit. much what happened. Um, but chaos included, let's see, rappers, of course, um, visual artists, people that like to paint, draw, um, even do stuff on it, create stuff on a computer, um, poets, singers, dancers. Whatever type of creativity you had and you wanted to give it out to the world, that's what chaos was there for. Okay, okay. Because y'all used to do, didn't y'all used to do like events? I thought I came to an event one time. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I yeah. got my start. I got my start hosting an event for chaos. But it was just a college group, right? Like, I mean, like, like y'all were just all college kids. It wasn't like it was, it wasn't like a public event. Just yeah, college just college kids. kids. Just college kids doing shit. So, I, I, I mean, how'd you find that group when you got to USM? Um, how did I find? Damn, how did I find Cass? Um, oh, um, they used to like for new people on campus and shit like that. They used to have, you know, um, things you might be interested in, type of flyers posted around and stuff like that. And I went to, uh, I went to this. Fuck, I'm trying to think. They had like a yeah they had a meeting just talking an interest meeting yeah that's what they had okay, okay. An interest meeting and I was like oh yeah I rap and... well I bet it's, as soon as you said I rap I bet we back we back we back all right I don't know I, I think I know what happened but we gonna we gonna we gonna just keep rocking uh and if it happens again we'll go from there uh but anyways so you at you at chaos. Uh, you 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 looking for you find a flyer and you rapping. So 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 what what happened from there? Oh, so um, it was pretty fucking simple from there. Um, I was this new kid on campus and I needed someone to express myself. And oh shit, I my what's the word I'm looking for? My personality was just infectious. Like 
I've always been humorous. And I didn't mind, like, being silly, whether in practice or around other people. And they were like, you know what? We think that you should be, like, our host. And it was just something that they was trying with me. They were like, hey, you should go up there, be you. Let's just see what happens. And, yeah, I went up there, I did my thing, and I was getting laughs. And I was like, oh, maybe I should, uh... Maybe I should like try to do this for real, for real. So what I'm hearing is that somebody else found comedy for you. You didn't find comedy. Comedy found I'm, you. That's complicated. Uh, cause it's not. You just said it's not complicated no. at all. You just said you were doing comedy, and somebody um, was like, "Hey, you should try this," and then you found comedy. It's not complicated at all. I don't. No, like when I say when I say it's complicated, it's because like in the back of my mind, I knew that I always had wanted to do comedy. I just didn't think it was something that was. Attainable for some reason doing stand up, even though I felt like I could do it, it didn't feel like, like I didn't feel like I had an outlet to do it. I mean, what what was unattainable? Is it the the finding the stage or the yeah, that's it. Literally, just find the stage. Yeah, literally finding the stage. Like when I started okay. doing stand up at USM, I was the first person to ever do that. Like that's my claim to fame. Like I was literally the first person to like do it. So you so you go on record right now, you the very first USM comic ever. The one to get up on? the University of Southern Mississippi, you the only, you the first ever comic from University of Mississippi, University of Southern Mississippi. Am I the first one from USM? I'm not gonna say I'm the first one from USM because okay. we both know Jamie. Jamie okay. just from USM. That's true. But I mean like that's true and Merck was and Merck. The first one to go like yo, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do stand up. When they have open mics, when they have like when they have a show, that's gonna be what I do. Like that's what I meant by like I didn't know. So how, well, okay. So how long how long did you do just stand up at at USM only before at you US- branched out to another to another stage? Um, six months. Six, okay. 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 Six, six seven. You started in twenty thirteen, right? No, so I started in I started in fourteen. In, in fact, oh no, a July, year. It was July a year. Two thousand fourteen was my very first open mic ever. It was a year because I didn't start until the year that you started. The year that you started started was the year that I stopped, like allowing USM to be my only place that I did it. At. And then you started talking to open mic. Cause see, okay, so that so I can't remember exactly when it was, but like the first time we met. Uh, so I remember I came up to a mic one night and you had already maybe you were getting off stage or maybe you had, had just gotten up. I can't remember exactly. Uh but you still had your Walmart vest on. Uh you uh, still you still had your Walmart vest on. And so we didn't get a chance to chop it up, but it was like the next week uh you showed up late for Mike. Well like you had to work. And so you was literally like running through the keg to get to Mike. And I was like, hey man, they already ended. I guess it's over. They already shut everything now. And you was just like, damn, man. Like, I was supposed to be off an hour ago or some shit. But you, again, you had your Walmart vest on. You had just come straight from work, man, to hop on stage. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, that's so crazy. That's good. I remember that. That was, man, that hunger was something. Fuck, bro. When I say, like, bro. Like, so when I started to tie the pieces together, um, what happened was that year, that year of 2014. So all of 20. I didn't start until fall 2012, and I continued to do it just sporadically on campus. I'd have, like, a show every couple of months or something like that. Right, right, right. And I was like, this ain't enough. Like, after the bug, after I had got bitten by the bug, I was like, no. 
Because the chaos remind me, y'all y'all had to wait so long between shows because people were getting stuff together, right? Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't just stand up, and you know they'd have like an open mic here, open mic, there, but it wasn't the same fucking thing. Right, right, right. So, right. 2014 came. And this was for my my capstone class in college. Like I was an entertainment industry major. I don't even know how the fuck that's a real major, but that's what I was, right? And my capstone class, well, we had it's, to go. It's a, it's a real major because you got to make up some shit to give out student loans for. So that's yeah, why. Yeah, you, you're right. They got my. <laughs> hey, the bank got to figure out how they're going to give out some money. So they just make up shit. They fucking, they, they did fucking get me. But I ain't even mad because I learned a lot. I did learn a lot. And I think from my capstone class, um, what we did was we went to Tennessee and we met all these different people that are in the quote unquote industry in Nashville. Okay. Um, and while we were out there, I remember me talking to my professors like, yo, I truly want to do this stand-up thing. So there are going to be some events that I'm not at because I'm performing. And they were like, yo, if you really out here performing, we're not going to get in your way. And I was like, bet. So I started performing in Nashville. And that was the first time that I felt like, oh, shit, I can do this. Like the first time I ever went up, I got laughs. But I also remember my very first time going up at a real open mic. i never forget this. I'm up. I'm performing. And the mic, the mic stand is directly in front of me, like right in front of me. Mm-hmm. This random dude screams out, "Move the fucking mic!" <laughs> like, uh, who was it? I, in one of our mics? No, this is in this is in Nashville. Like that was like my oh, first yeah, they, time yeah, on stage. They, they they ruthless in Nashville. They used to real comics. They not yeah. But I still like did my thing. I was like, "All right, Mister White Man, I'm gonna move my mic. I'm gonna move the stand." Hey, imagine, <laughs> imagine this your first time out of town, and somebody started hollering at you immediately. I ain't know, I ain't know what the fuck was happening. And, but he didn't throw me off either, and I still was able to get the laughs and shit. And I was like, "Yo, you none of these people know you. You can do this, right?" My jokes were so fucking corny. I can't even remember what half of that shit was about. But. Well, no, you ain't supposed to. I mean, like, when you first start, you're not supposed to remember that material because that material is all trash. Yeah, like, yeah. I was, I had, I had, I had Jan on last week. I'm sorry, I had JP on. uh, I'm going to edit that out. I had JP on last week and we were talking about the raccoon bit. And I was like, man, that bit was terrible. Like, it was trash. But it got me on the show. It got me on the show and I got my first five minutes out of it, like my first five minute clip. And that's the set that, like, propelled me to get on multiple stages because I was able to send that out. But I couldn't tell you a single lick of that bit other than that it is a raccoon bit. It's about a raccoon attacking me at work. That's it. Ah, oh, man. I know it. I remember that bit because of that. Like, there's, I don't remember nothing about the joke, but I do remember it. And it's on, it's on YouTube. I, I, I be reporting the video every now and then, but they don't take it down. Uh, but it's on there. Uh, man. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Oh. This is what I was saying. Oh, to tie it together. So back to you seeing me running through. Like after that week in Nashville, I did like six or seven shows that week. Yep. So after that, I'm like, yo, I got this. I'm doing this shit. I don't give a fuck. I'm fucking doing it. As soon as I get back, I'm going to figure out. I don't know. I didn't even know that Hub City Comedy even existed. But I was like, if I have to, I just drive to New Orleans. I see New Orleans got something. I was, bro, when I say I was committed, I was committed, committed. I was like, this is my way out. I'm about to be famous. I know it. I'm like, <laughs> so fast forward to where you see me. That was the mentality I had. Like, yo, I got to be on stage. If I'm missing stage, I'm fucking up. That was the only point in my life where all I was doing was writing the corniest shit. 
I yep. still have them uh, setups in my phone right now. I think I may have used 15 out of at least 100 <laughs> of just setups. Dang. Um, for shit. Like, bro, that was when I was, the, like, after I got that first set of laughs, and I was like, these are strangers. You've never even been to Nashville before. You cannot say these are your friends. Because that's what, like, that's what I felt like at first. Like, the first time I did it and people were laughing at me, it was like, oh, well, this is the people in chaos. They know you. Oh, this is the people at USM. They know you. But once I I did not have that to stand on no more, this is in Nashville. Nobody knows you. It's just you standing on your own, too. I was like, okay, no, this is it. This is and the that's, thing. That's a different level of confidence you get when the first time you make out-of-town people laugh. Because like you say, like you can you can bring your folks even if outside of because I catch you come to open mic, you can bring your people. You come to local shows, you can bring your people. But when you step out and you get outside of your area, no matter where it is, and you get a laugh, that's a different kind of accomplishment because it, it, it's, it's validation. Okay, well, this really is funny to other people besides my people. Absolutely, and it's it it does something like it's like it makes you feel like okay, I'm not wrong. Like they feel because you know. I don't know about you, but I've been having this feeling like I could do stand-up since 2010, 2009, way before I ever thought about, like, actually getting up there. Right, right, right. But, like, that, I remember, I'm never going to forget the special that made me say I can do that. That was Kevin Hart's Seriously Funny. Okay, okay. Never, I'm never going to forget the joke where he's like, um... He cursed his teacher out for the first time. His mom yep. didn't curse for the first yep. time. Yep. Okay. I remember seeing that, and I remember me going, this is funny as fuck. And I also remember me going, I can do that. I ain't tell nobody else that, because I didn't want to feel like I was putting it. Because one, that's still one of the best jokes I've ever heard. But I also remember me feeling like I could I could do that thing that he's doing. I, I don't think, know. I how. think everybody in, in our, I, I say everybody. I say everybody loosely. You know, I think that each, every so often, there's a comic that comes along that kind of propels the the craft of comedy. And I think Kevin is that for us. You know, I mean, before him, you you could say it's it's Eddie, or you could even say maybe Jerry to a certain extent with, with everything he had, the success he had with the uh, sitcom. Uh, you know, and then you go back to the Richard Pryors and the George Carlins. And there's just, there's a comic that comes along that, that really propels the craft of comedy itself. So absolutely, like that's Kevin's the same thing for me. That's the first, I, the first special I saw that made me really think, oh man, I would love to do stand up. I'll honestly, no bullshit. Uh, Kevin James, don't sweat the small stuff. I don't know if you ever seen it or not. It's old. I think it came out in like maybe oh two, oh three, something like that. Uh, but I remember being in Dallas, Texas, watching that special with my mom. It was on comedy. It was a Comedy Central presents. It was amazing, man. And uh, then flash forward, uh, it was around the same time, so 08, 09, uh, right before that, Kevin releases uh, I'm a Grown Little Man. And that's the one that got me, the the Dumagama Dumagama juice. That joke is the one that was like, <laughs> oh, I could do this. I could legit do this. Because I had a kid at the time, and I, I related so well to that. I was like, oh, my God, that's me talking right there. And I just, I saw myself in that moment. On, on, like the first time I heard that joke, I saw myself on stage doing comedy, and then the, the rest is history, obviously. You know, uh, so yeah, I, I definitely understand that. Like, I can, I can, 
I can feel that uh, as far as, as seeing that special for the first time and being like, this is the one that made me think I could do it. Uh, absolutely. I just, uh, damn, it's crazy because it's like, fuck, I've been doing this shit 11 years, 12 years? When yeah. I said I did this, yeah, 2012? You said, so you said 12 was 11. your first time. Yeah, you said I'm yeah, so Like 11 years. So it's so, like when you brought up the, I'm thinking about that devil and running through the open mic and I remember that anger of being like, fuck, I can't perform. Like, I remember me being angry. Yeah, you was, you was mad. I thought you was going to swing on me. I thought you was, was <laughs> like, going to swing on me because I was like, yeah, man, they already ended. And you was like, fuck. You was just mad. And I was like, well, he probably finna want to fight. And I can't really fight that good. <laughs> Not like, <laughs> bro, it was, bro, like, you don't even understand the amount of pressure that I used to put on myself to, like, that's so fucking foreign to me now to just be, like, to remember that dude that was just, like, Angry because he missed a open mic. You, you think it's foreign, or do you think it's just you think it's just that you know, like, okay, well, I don't, I don't have to work out like I used. To. I mean, it's kind of like once you, like, man, once you get to the, like, once you start going to the gym, right? Once you get muscles, it's not that hard to keep muscles, right? So, like, you miss a day at the gym, it don't hurt you as bad ten years later as when you first start, right? You know, or like, oh man, if I skip the gym tonight and I just hang out at the house with the fam. It doesn't hurt me as bad. So do you think it's more that? Like, you don't have, not that's not the hunger is gone, but just like, it's like, you know, I, I, I could just get on stage and be funny. You know, the, it's, a, it's a mixture of both, right? It's a mixture of both. Because, like, I'm in this phase of my life where I'm trying to stay connected to all the pieces of me that exist, that exist currently, has existed before, and will exist in the future. I don't want to get too uh, spiritual with this, but at the exact same time, it's just where I am, right? And when I... Like, when I think back, like, I literally have forgot about that. Mm. And it's like, I think a piece of me, if I'm being honest with you and your listeners, it's like a piece of me started to take that, that the fact that I am funny for granted. Like, the first time I performed, like, I live in New Orleans now. And the first time I performed out here, it was the same thing, like, that I was talking about before. It was like, I'm just good at this. Like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, it's like, I know I got to get them reps in. So... I'm not mad at myself no more when I don't get no reps in. Like, I think I'm in a space where it's like, I'm too comfortable with how good, this is no, let me pat myself on the back, but I'm, I'm fucking good at what I do. But yeah, I'm too comfortable yeah. with the level that I'm at, that I'm not just angry like, fuck, I could be working out right now and I missed it because of blah, 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 whatever the fuck. Right, 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 right. It's just like, I wish that I could, I know I can never go back to that because I have a better understanding on like um, self care and all of that shit. Because during that time, bro, I wasn't eating. I wasn't doing shit. Like I would go without my friends. Like I would go days without eating because I was like, I get up at five o'clock in the morning. I watch, I watch some specials. I write down like, okay, so that's why this joke is funny. I think I can figure out how to be funny in this way. Like I used to study like how to be funny. Then I go to class. Then I go to meetings of chaos. Then I go to work. And I come home. No, I'm lying. I wouldn't come home. I would go to this building that was always empty on campus where you could perform. Where, well, where I used to perform at artists. Where I had my very first performance at. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that building was always empty. So I'm in there. I'm practicing. It's an auditorium type style. So it looks like, so in my mind, I'd be acting like there's a stadium full of people that came. Damn. Just to see me, right? Yep, yep. So I'm in there. Like, so my day started at 5 a.m. 
I would do all of that, and throughout the day, I would forget to eat. Like I just, I would literally just forget to. You have to provide nourishment for yourself. Like it just wasn't nothing that was on me. I had friends that'd be like, uh, "Did you eat today?" <laughs> like that, like that's what how they would check me. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna say I love comedy. I love comedy, and and I've I've sacrificed a lot. I ain't never sacrificed a meal for comedy, bro. Like right it, now. it was pure adrenaline. Like that, that adrenaline just kept me going. So that's and, so that's 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 2000. And so so at that point, you're still in chaos. That's 2000. And, uh, so roughly 2012, 2013 to now. Uh, how how long? How, how long were you just? Mainly because you you filmed your first special with that group, right? Yeah, in that room that I'm talking about right now, right, that was right, like right, right. really dope to see. Like to think about the fact that I used to practice in that room when it was empty. Like you remember the first show that me and you booked? Like me and you booked our very first show at the same time. That was the one yep. with uh, Hub City. Yep. Like the week of that taping, taping the week of that performance. <laughs> um, I was in that room. For four hours a day. I'm sorry, I get off work, but I might get off work at 11 o'clock. I'm in that room to two, three in the morning. Security will come through and like, anybody still in here? I'm like, yeah, I'm still in here. I'm going to be out by this time. <clears throat> I mean, you was you was grinding out for real. Like, bro, like it's, that's why I said it's so foreign to me, like that work ethic that I had towards stand-up. Yeah, but I also, know that it should be fair. You, you, you were a college kid at that time, so it's not like you, not, yeah, mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm grown. My back is hurt. You, 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 yeah, you're right. Yeah, Tom. Then I mean, Tom was on your side, you know. So it ain't like Absolutely. you just, you know, and like you just like fuck that. I don't want to do that anymore. You just have more responsibilities now, you know. I mean, obviously you, you you're in the workforce. You have, you know, you, your son's a little bit older, you know. So Absolutely. Like, like I'm not again. I'm not beating myself up about it. It's just dog. Like to just think back on it and just be like. I'm not gonna don't beat don't beat yourself up. I won't tell you yeah. to do. Yeah, don't beat yourself up. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm I, gonna tell you don't beat yourself. You shouldn't beat yourself up. I'm I'm not going to. I thought like you not. are. I thought like you shouldn't do that. I'm I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not beating myself up. I'm just I'm reminiscing. It sounds like you beating yourself up. Nah, I'm not. Shut up. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm making sure. I'm making sure. I'm just trying to check on you. I'm not. I'm literally just thinking back on it. and I'm just going. Oh, like that kid had a very very different. And unhealthy work ethic. Because like I said, I wasn't eating. I wasn't. But I also know, like, the opportunity cost that came with all that was I didn't spend as much time with my son because I'm at work. I, I'm at, I'm doing all these other things. Like, time with my son was maybe an hour a day, two. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I know, yeah. like, what. Now I'm like, nah, my son, the time with my son means more than me to stand you know, up. Well, he's, he's, he's 11 now, 12. Him and Kalen same age, right? So, yeah. So 11, 12, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I feel that, bro. I mean, I feel that a hundred percent. Because you, know, I mean, you know, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing with comedy. You, you could always find another stage. Like that's something you. Obviously, you, 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 you don't think about it like that whenever you're just starting. But the longer you're in it, the more you realize, like, oh man, okay, well, I can just find another spot to work out in. But I might not be able to go to the park again. I might not be able to. Absolutely. So, it's, 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 Absolutely. so a, a good friend of mine has a, has a, a saying it's a triangle, right? So life is a triangle, right? You and you got to pick two of the three sides to be good at, or to to be to, to, to hold up the structure of the triangle. So you can be, uh, you can be a a, a good at being a, a family man, a worker, and a comic, right? So for me, because I have to work, I got to I got to work, pay these bills, 
I have to be a good family man. I have to be a good comic. Well, at some point, if I take away from one of those sides, one's going to fall, you know? So you have to figure out where your base is going to be at, you know? And uh, I think it's easier when you're younger because you, you don't look at it like that. What you look at it as is, oh, well, I'm just out here working. I can just get it. You know, how many times we've been on the road and we've done dumbass shows for no money, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I'm out here working. I'm out here working. I'm getting it in, you know? And you, you the more there you it do is. it, you realize, like, <laughs> oh, well, I could just, I could do this shit another time. <laughs> you know, I don't have to do this nah. tonight, you know? I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, that, I remember that too. And that's a part of the game that I have never. Man, we have spent some dumbass times on the road for no money. And just like yeah. literally that, to be out there, just to be out there. Like, that's it. Yeah, that's now. I'm just like I'm not going back to that. I don't give. Listen, I'm I'm not going back to that. When I say I used to hate that shit, I used to love it, but I used to hate it because it oh, was. I still uh, love it. No, I still I still man, love it. I still love it, bro. You love the performance part. Think about the drive. Oh no, I hate the, remember when we we turned and burned Jackson, Tennessee that time. Yeah, that shit was terrible. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what that's what I'm talking about. Like that's just six the, hours, six hours one way, bro. I worked all. I worked that day. We got in the car. We drove six hours one way. Performed. Drove six hours one way back. Same day, bro. Same day. We ain't in a hotel. The next day. No, nah, that was me, you, and B Philly, right? Yes. Yeah, bro, that shit was wild. B Philly, uh, uh, uh B Philly dropped the N word in front of all them uh white people and uh. Well, oh, I never forget that. I never forget that in my life. Never. And I was like, man, that shit was wild. <laughs> like that, that was wild. Uh, that dog, that shit, that shit. When I think about all the stuff that we did, right? Um, uh, that we do, like as comics. When I think about all of that, I that right there is the thing that makes me go, yeah, you're not supposed to be doing that part. Like, you know how I was just saying like a few minutes ago about like how I miss that energy. The energy of like the dude that's just angry that he missed the open mic. When I think about those turning burns, that make that's the thing that makes me go, yeah, that's the part I don't miss. And I think that somehow, some way, the turning burn part burnt out the whole. I'm angry that I didn't miss a uh a open mic. Like I think that somehow it took away from that. Like it just got too overwhelming. Like dog, we was doing shows for like fifty dollars. Yeah, bro. Like, we wasn't doing. We was we was living making nothing. Do you remember the time uh, Timmy booked us that show in uh, Memphis? Six fucking people. <laughs> six. And thank God for those six people six. that didn't have shit to do on a random Thursday. It was six but, people in the room. <laughs> bro, it was six six people. All of us had to do thirty minutes. Bro. I don't know how we did it, man. It was six. It was six people, bro. Oh it was my six god! People, we didn't make no money, none, not a lick of money. And we did this shit like five more times after uh, that, bro. I, we should have. We should have known. We should have known every time Timmy said there was a show that there was gonna be some bullshit. We finally learned. We finally learned. But but man. that's man. <laughs> what a man! What a Boy. fucking time, man. So okay, so let's 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 bring it back around before we, go, before we go get to the next segment. So 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 you start doing Hub City. Yeah, and, start doing Hub City. We do the we do the we do the first show, which is the anniversary show that year. Yeah. We do it. And then after that, so 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 did you use so, 
Okay. Were you gone? You started hitting the road pretty much immediately because you started kind of moving around pretty good. You were going to Jackson pretty well. You had Hattiesburg. I mean, you were moving around on your own pretty well at that point, right? So did that kind of catapult you to where you wanted to go? No. Uh, yes and no. Like, okay. so the way I look at stand-up, I can't remember the comic's name, but it's two different crowds. There's white crowds. Mm-hmm. There's black crowds. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I knew, bro, for the longest time, I knew I had white people. I white y'all so easy. To, I, y'all just y'all just silly, and y'all laugh. I think y'all give we'll some laugh laughs because I'm. We, we yeah. don't laugh at anything. I promise you. But black people, they laugh me more, and not because I'm black, but it's because when black people give you a laugh, that shit come from the soul. <laughs> and I knew that I was okay. Like I think, bro, this had to be like a week after, the week after the Hub City, the Hub City special, mm-hmm. anniversary show, or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. A week after, I hit up Wody. He was like, yo, I'm going to give you five minutes. Wody! Yeah, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm going to give you the five minutes of fame. And okay. I had been hitting Wody up. That same, I remember that same energy. I was like, man, I just need a mentor. Da-da-da-da. Like, I'm hitting Wody with this shit. He like, yo, listen. He's like, this is what I'm going to do for you. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, look, I got this part. I got a show coming up. Cause I had asked him for the one before the Hub City thing, but he was like, "Yo, um, I think I, my five minutes is filled or some shit like that." Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that's not. I'm lying. That's not what happened. What happened was I had bought tickets to his show, and I was like, "Yo, man, just let me get up there." He was like, "Nah, not tonight. My five minutes, I already got it." But he had this section where he had like a crowd a crowd participation thing or some shit like that. Yeah. And I killed with that shit. Like I was just. I just got up there and danced to Michael Jackson's Rock With You. And I had the crowd. Was, it a, was it a birthday thing? Or was it just like, hey. It was just a show. Okay. No, no, I'm just, talking, about, just, I'm talking about the crowd participation. Because like, like, what we now would do birthdays. So whoever the birthdays are. They it was birthday. It was in August. It was okay, it so, was birthday. Okay, okay. That's exactly what. It, my birthday was in August. They played Rock With You. Yep. I, and I did the Michael Jackson, like, he twisted his feet thing while okay. I was singing. Okay. I killed the crowd. And I was like, okay. dog, listen to me. Your next show, I want to be on it. So right after that, I went up and I killed. Like I fucking killed with a black crowd. These That's when they, when y'all was at uh, Brody was at Brewski's then, right? Was Brody at Brewski's? Brody was at Brewski's, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bro, I'm, you trying, I'm trying to lie up the timeline. I'm trying to figure. Yeah, out Yeah, bro, this had to be no more than a month after that anniversary show. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I killed in front of them black people that had been drinking and smoking blacks and weed and shit. And I was like, okay. I'm doing this. Y'all can't tell me shit. Once I got black people, black people laughing at me, and I'm talking about laughing at me for real. Fuck it. I was, I was out of there. And then right after that, I bombed for the first time, and that was rough. Where'd you go? Where'd you bomb at first time? Oh, open, open mic, bro. I was riding high. And open mic, you bombed. That don't count, that, bro. That is not. Nah, count. bro. I had uh, never. You don't understand, Ben. I haven't done this for a year and a half, and I had I, never bombed. I, I don't care. Like I'm telling you, open mic does not count as a bomb. Dog. You are supposed to bomb it open, Mike. You're not understanding. You now I understand that. But Ben, I had been going every show I went to. I was getting laughs. I didn't think it was impossible for people not to find me funny. That's what the setters, you know what? You thought you, you thought you were some kind of anomaly. You was exactly. Like, this, I was like, this, nigga, this. I does this. I'm. <laughs> and, but the first time I bombed, I was like, oh, 
You got to get back into it. And Jamie was like, hey, man, it's just, we just had a show. People are tired. Nobody really give a fuck about you right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, sound, that sounds like some shit Jamie would say. Hey, yeah, he's like, just, man, we just just not into it right now. Yeah. Like, okay, all right, all right. And uh, yeah, that was when I started to take the crap even more serious. So, so yeah. So, so, so after Wody's show. So I know we started. So let's see. We started really getting on the road. That would have been like, what, 17, 18? We started getting on the road pretty good. Um, right, yeah, so I think it was more like 16. Me and you, yeah, yeah, yeah 16. We, I graduated in 16, so we was definitely on the road together when I did my special, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For, okay, so 16, okay. So now we we on the road, let's just say 16, 17, 18, 19. And now, where were you when COVID hit? Where were you when COVID? So, were you already in New Orleans? Yeah, I had. Decided to make that jump. I was like, no shade to Hattiesburg, but I felt like I had outgrew Hattiesburg, and it was like that time for me to figure out if I could. I was back in that space where I was like, I got to know if I can do this. Like, I had remember what I was saying earlier about um these people know me. That's how I felt in Hattiesburg. Like, oh, they know me again, even though it's not. It's not possible for everybody in Hattiesburg to know me, but. I, I want to be in the city. I want to see if I can do this in a major city. So I moved out here at the end of 2019. I, I came out here in December of 2019. Actually, I on some dumb shit. I moved out here. I didn't even move. I was just driving from Hattiesburg to New Orleans every day for like two months before COVID. You got, you got me now? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Hey, I'm not editing none of this out, all right? Because hopefully maybe somebody will listen to this that know how to work on sound or sound engineering and get their ugly ass over here to help me out. Anyways, so uh, this is take four. What is this? Take three, four? What are we on right now? I don't, I don't, some ratchet shit. I'm so hey, glad this hey, is a great hey, man show. Hey, my hey. show, I don't have these issues. I thought you being mad disrespectful right now. Uh, hey. And if I if I didn't if I didn't need to finish the interview, I would hang the fuck up right now. Uh anyways, okay. So so where are we at? So we so we 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 done Wody show and uh uh we started getting on the road, you get to New Orleans. So you're in New Orleans right before COVID. I, I for some reason I thought you had moved to New Orleans before I moved to Atlanta. Had you not? Mm, when you moved to Atlanta. So I moved to Atlanta in, in, in what was it, August of nineteen? July nineteen yeah, August, I think. No, 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 no. I was still in Hattiesburg on that time. Okay, okay. So nineteen, right, yeah. So 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 COVID hits, you just kinda of wrote it out. You didn't really do much during COVID. Uh as far as right. comedic like comedically, like you wasn't you didn't oh, you man. just wrote anything like that. Man, COVID came as such COVID actually for me probably it's the only reason why I'm still doing stand up. I'm being real with you, <laughs> cause right before COVID hit, bro, like those man, them turning burns had turned me off. Like I was just over it. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like for almost, almost at the point where I was like, "Yo, I know I can do this if I choose to," but I didn't know that I was gonna be doing the turning burns all. The, like I had got to a point where I was just, I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not getting paid. My social media following ain't going. There's no return on the investment. I'm fucking over. Like I was just done. Like I was getting offers to come do shows. And I was like, man, I'm not driving out there. Fuck 
At this point, my ego was, I understand my ego was massive. I'm just going to say that I was fucking tired. I was like, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. drive out there for $100. I'm not driving out there for $150. I'm not. I think that's why I moved. Like, I, I, I was saying what? You, 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 you exhaust resources that are viable. You're like, man, I, I don't want to drive seven hours for a show, but I can't do these other shows that are within driving distance. I just did them for, you know, whatever amount of time. Yeah. So just... I just look, that's the same way, bro. Like you look at moving to a bigger market and you're like, well, I can get in front of more people. I can do more. But also that's kind of bullshit too, man. Like I, I got to Atlanta and it was, I mean, it was, it was fine. Atlanta is Atlanta and there is a ton of comedy in Atlanta. But uh, also it's, uh, when COVID hit, I mean, that shit shut the fuck down for the first little bit, you know? Uh, and I was the newest, I mean, I, I was new, you know, so I didn't know anybody other than like the few people I had had like some interaction with pre COVID, you know, whether doing a couple of shows here and there, uh, or just, you know, uh, uh, through social media or whatever. But as far as, like, being in the streets and beating feet and, like, going to mics and getting up whenever I could, I hadn't done none of that shit yet, you know? Yeah. Uh, I get it. So. But you went out there, but at least when you went, you went out there with the intention to do so. Like, when I moved out here, I moved out here, one, because... Again, Hattiesburg, I, there was nothing for me to do in Hattiesburg. Like, I had outgrown Hattiesburg, not just comedically. Like, I had just outgrew Hattiesburg, like, as a person. Right, right, like, right. It was just like, I need to, I just got to know what it's like. Well, you moved here for college, right? So, I mean, yeah. you graduated okay. college, and now it's just like, well, what am I doing? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, there's no money in Hattiesburg, nothing like that. Like, I do have this management degree, even though it was in entertainment. But, shit, some of those courses, they just, it's the same fucking thing. Um, hey so man, was, if, you, if you got a management degree, why do you all just want to be my manager? I just realized mm-hmm. that you got a business management degree, why you can't just be my manager? Uh, because there's one part of the business that I don't like. What's I don't that? know, you should know this. I don't like talking to people. I do know that. I do. Right. I do That's why, that, like, man. I can't be your manager if I ain't out here. I know that because you still, you, I, I know that because we're in the middle of doing an interview and you got your goddamn notifications silenced for the night and it's 8 45. Like, just pull the curtain back. It's eight forty-five at night. It's not even nine o'clock at night yet, and I'm trying to send you a new link, and I can't send it through because you got your goddamn notifications off. So I gotta, I gotta notify you anyway. Okay, uh, so actually, first of all, the reason why my notifications are off is because while we were on here, a notification went off, and I was like, I don't want that to happen. While I'm no, that's not that's not true because there's been plenty of times I try to contact you before nine p.m. and I can't get you because your notifications are off. I mean, no, when I'm in my house, I'm in my house. Like, I, I ain't going to hold you. Like, I'm not even. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, that sounds like a terrible business model for somebody who has a business management degree. I don't think you thought that through very well. By what? Me turning my phone off? No, no. no by, like, not wanting to talk to people. How the fuck you going to manage anybody you don't no, want to I got that. I got that degree for one simple reason. So I can understand what's happening when I'm out here. Like, I've always had an amazing understanding of, like, what am I supposed to be doing? What's supposed to be happening? And am I getting fucked over or not? Like, I've always been able to just look at that and go, nah, I don't like the way this looks. I'm not doing it. I just, I just don't like that. I'm, and I was perfectly fine with the consequences of that decision. Because I understood, like, nah, I feel like I'm getting played. Like, that's why, that's why I got the degree. Just so I wouldn't feel like, just so I wouldn't get played. That's not a bad, okay, that's not a bad decision, man. <laughs> like, that's literally okay. it. Cause you know, bro, you know how it is. Oh, man, look, I can oh, make you famous. 
I oh, it's rough in these streets. I bro, can't tell I, you nah, nah, nigga, I'm telling you right now, you fuck with me, all this going to take, give me three weeks, you going to have three million followers. Man, I've got, I've got to the me. point now where people do that. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Come on. I'll get you. Let's do it. Let's do it tomorrow. Come on. Let's set up a meeting. Nah. Like, let's do it. Like, I get so sick of hearing that shit. If you just did this, you know, if you if you just do this, you if you just let me do this, this, hey, motherfucker, let's go. Like, no. I, you, think I, you think I want to tip these goddamn windows? You think I want to be tending windows? I would much rather be telling jokes. So if you got the secret formula to get the access, you got the code to the access keypad to get to where I want to go, by all means, let's go. I don't even care if you fuck me over anymore. Just let's go. Like, let's get it. Like, I don't even care. Like... I don't even care. You fucked me over. Great. Man, did you give me 10%? I don't give a fuck. Like, let's just go. If you really that confident, you know? Like. Right. But two people do that shit successfully. That's Pope and old girl that used to manage Rita. Oh, Miranda. Yeah, Miranda and Pope, uh, especially in our area, are, are very, like, very successful. That's literally the only two people I've seen do it for real. Yeah. I mean, Miranda. Miranda grew that into. I, it, I'm not speaking because I don't. I don't know every situation with Pope and Miranda, but I know like Miranda has grown that into a very successful business model because she now has her her own business where she like gets business started. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's. I'm pretty sure that's what she's doing is like brand management. You know what I'm saying for like like small businesses and personalities and stuff like that. You know, beautiful. I love uh, it. And I mean, Pope, obviously, like I mean, he's got he's got Kerwin and Justin Whitehead. I think he's got uh, he had a couple other comics that won not even for a while. His his label, uh, Carpe Carpe Diem Management. Um, shout out to the Carpe Diem uh, crew, uh, management crew. Is that is that is it a crew? You call it a crew? What do you call it? Fuck, a know. label, a comedy <laughs> label. It's a bunch of niggas doing comedy. <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed? <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure I. I, I it's I, a management I, group. Identify everybody. Carpe Diem is the name of his group. The, ma- the name of his man- his, management. Uh, yeah. 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 So. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I feel like we we kind of got to get aggressive. So, so so if for those that don't know, and I know we haven't, you haven't been on here yet, so you know, uh, the way this show is set up, it's a first of all, a second of all, a third of all, and then a last of all. It's how I would like for the structure to be. Now, I always oh, go like make that. It on like so, at the end of every take, that was like okay, that was first of all, then that was second of all. No, no. Were we on third? Of all, of all? No, no. You weren't supposed to say shit about the mic cutting. Now I wasn't gonna say nothing. I was gonna leave it like it was and just edit the shit out. But now here you are in the middle of the interview talking about that's why the mic went out so it could be a different thing. No, what that's not how it fucking works. You know what I said? You wasn't cut the shit out. Okay, I would. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work to go in. If you're not gonna cut it out, we've discussed the mic cutting out. <clears throat> yeah. I, I get yes, correct, but that's not. They wasn't cutting out because the structure. They cut out the first time because I messed something up. The second time because I stepped on the goddamn cord. All right. <laughs> the, the third time. <laughs> the third time it cut out. The third time it cut out is because I, I don't know why I didn't have the cord plugged in all the way. I guess. And the, the last time it hadn't been last time yet. Goddamn it! I don't know. But anyways, so the second of all, oh, right, man, so, so, so the first dude. of all is is. <laughs> Hey, I can't stand you, bro. Oh, God damn. Uh, I should have got Wally for the second episode. God damn. What was I thinking? Uh, Man, I don't know. All right. So so the second of all is, so so your first of all is who you are, right? Okay. who you are. Your second of all is is why. Like, why, why, why? Ultimately, why comedy? So obviously, I know, like you you said, you do music. It doesn't really. It's not really fitting for you. You 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 find comedy, but but why why are you still in comedy? Why is why is it still your thing? Damn, 
a tough question, baby. Yeah, we still we still reflecting in this bitch. You better be ready. No, nah, it's a therapy. Nah, like, I, yeah. I'm glad you I want to I want to copay in this bitch too. Man, you get the fuck out of here. Uh, I pay another white man a copay. I'm not paying two of y'all niggas the same damn thing. Um, so why am I still in it? Actually, recently it's because it's gonna sound corny as fuck, but as I said, like right before COVID, I was burnt out, and I thought I was about to be done. Right. Mm. Yep. But lately, um, I'm in it because I feel like I got shit to say. Like, I'm in a because I've been doing this long enough, I'm not in it to just be telling uh, fucking jokes and shit like that. Like, right, right, right. There's actual shit that I want to say. And the way that I know how to communicate it is through there's substance. You have substance. Exactly. Now. exactly. Yeah. Like, and I know how to communicate it through stand up. And, bro, we live in a very fucked up world right now. Like, Bro, we always lived in a fucked up world, but post COVID, bro, shit is just fucking different. And people, you can feel it. Like it's in the air, it's in the atmosphere. I don't know, man. I feel like some people are kind of starting to come down from some of the COVID man. crazy shit, man. Like, okay. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like I just, I just feel like it doesn't. It doesn't seem like every day I look up and like y'all really doing shit like that. Like this is really what we're doing today. Is this shit? Like, I mean, I thought like some of it's normal crazy shit. You know. Man, uh, then you seeing two different things because I promise you when I look at just bro, when I say just people are just they exhausted, like people are bro, people are broke, people not getting paid. Like when I'm looking at like all of the stuff that's happening in our society, like anxiety is up, depression is up, like shit like that. That's what I mean. Like post a post COVID world is a very different world. Yeah, yeah. Than, and people are just aware of shit. And it's just this shit is heavy. Like COVID was a heavy fucking thing that we didn't deal with collectively. They were I mean, just that's like, why that's why we had like the roaring twenties, right? In the nineteen hundreds, you come out the Spanish flu, and everybody is just like trying to get back to normal. So everybody just like lives their best life, right? And, in and, a way, and, yeah. And so now I think we'll never, we won't have another. Everybody was so hyped for the twenties because it was like gonna be roaring twenties again. But like now everybody's just scared to do anything because it's like fuck. Uh, COVID have it's another virus and now China got a balloon in the air and aliens are attacking and it's bro, crazy. Whatever the fuck is going on, I hope they just knock this I want this shit to be over with so bad. Bro, you see they shot down like two 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 like unidentified objects. They still haven't said like what they are. It could be aliens. I don't know. It could be I hope it is aliens. I want this to be done. I hope it's, I'm ready I hope for it's the simulation not. to be over I hope, with. I hope it's not because I'm gonna tell you right now, I'd be mad as fuck if I was an alien and you just shooting my shit out the air. Like they should blow this bitch up. That's what I want. I won't care. Mm-hmm. No. Mm. I won't care. But to answer your fucking question, the reason why I stand up now, probably even back then too, it's like, yo, I've always wanted to say something. And this stand up is the place to be heard. What I'm not saying, what I'm saying, anything, I'm not saying nothing. That feeling of just, yo, people rocked with me for that five minutes and I yep. made them feel good about themselves. That has always been cool as shit to me. The, I think it's weird when people say like like stand up isn't safe anymore, right? So like you see everybody gets all about all, all you know out the way about like when Chappelle puts out a new special and he says something out the way or Ralph or anybody whoever it is you know Bill Burr somebody says something out the way and it's like oh stand up's not a safe space anymore. I, I think it always will be, you know, that you can get on stage and and be heard and say whatever you want to, right? And it doesn't mean just because you're gonna say you can say you can say anything without repercussion. But exactly. I, think that, I think that it's 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 always been a place where like you say, man, you can you can feel like you're 
I don't want to say matter because I guess uh, at the end of the day, like you know, you still hey, we we can be as deep as we want to be. At the end of the day, we we gonna have an ass joke or a dick joke somewhere in there, right? Like you you always, I mean, you always gonna have something that takes it back to the fact that hey, this is just comedy, you know. Uh, but I, I think that it's it's it is. Well, it's I think fun to true. have a especially you can you can feel like hey, this is mine because it's unique to you when you get on stage it's a unique experience compared to when i get on stage absolutely for each person absolutely that's why i'm like bro i don't like the whole stand-up ain't safe thing no more i got hate that conversation because that's the farthest thing from the fucking truth stand-up is as safe as it's ever been people gonna rock with you and the market always gonna decide bro i don't give a fuck what the internet say about anybody the market's gonna decide whether or not you're gonna be able to do stand up again. Really, listen, if your shit's funny, people gonna show up. Look at Dave Chappelle, look at the Bill Burrs. Yep. Whoever said the fuck that, look at Louis C.K. I man, I was just fixing to say like, Louis C.K., man. There's yep. no fucking such thing. If the people want to see you, do the thing. Did he you just, just mad he just that you can't get up special? there? What? He, I think he just dropped another new special, didn't he? I think, yeah, he got a Grammy for one not too long ago, too. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, bro. The thing is, people not just letting you get up on stage saying dumb shit that's not funny and is dumb and it's hurting other people's feelings and you hiding under the guise of, but it's stand-up, guys. No. Here's the other thing. If you get up there, you bomb. You take that fucking bombing. And what comes with the bombing right now is people may call you some names that you don't like. Either continue to work the joke or get rid of the joke. I'm not here for all this, but I... I but you guys, it's not safe for me no more. Stand up ain't supposed to be this place where you can get up there and not deal with the consequences of, of your words. That's not what we're supposed to be doing here. We are the truth tellers of society. Sometimes our words get jumbled up and we're not saying the thing correctly. So we got to bomb that time, get up there and try it again. If you're not willing to take that ass looking for misspeaking, you're not, you don't want to do this shit for real. The joke that I think about all the time when I think about this argument is Chris Rock's niggas versus black people. That joke in itself, it took him forever to get that joke right. And people were livid at him when he was working the joke. People were living with him after the joke. But after he got the joke together, he was able to communicate what he was really trying to fucking say. Like, you got to be able to just take, take that ass whooping, bro. If it's that important to you, take that ass whooping. Some yeah. people just doing this shit and they cowardly with their shit because they don't really have nothing to say. They just want to get up there and be a dick to people. And ain't nobody standing for that shit. Man, I think I think that's probably the, the, the comics I can't stand the most is the ones that just want to be like an asshole on stage. Like just a complete like wants everybody to hate them for no reason. Like why do you want everybody to hate you, bro? Like why why is that a thing? Like like and I don't mean like the like, like I think I think, you know, guys like Bill Burr are special with it because you as 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 much as the, he doesn't give a shit. You, you you don't want to hate him. You're like, this motherfucker, god damn it. Like, why am I laughing at this? You know, like, but the comics get on stage and they just, they just have a, almost like this vendetta against the crowd. You know, like, I, I just want to say the most bashful, yeah. yes, the shock, the shock shit. jock shit. It's, uh, it's, it's not authentic. It's, that's, no. that's why. No. Like, uh-uh. I'm sure, fuck, I can't think of this. Oh, I can't think of his name. But somebody would know. Say the name out loud, because I, nah, I, I only know. I only know smoke not, behind the podcast. No, nah, right. it ain't nobody we know. It's um, right. he's a uh, fuck. He was on Wild and Out. He got into it with Just Hilarious. Big guy. Fuck, I can't think of his name. Big guy. 
fuck, I can't think of his name. But anyway, the come. Let me see. Damn, I can't really Google because I got. I'm on this shit. I can't think. Of, I can't think. Of what you're talking about. Uh, I mean, what? To be fair, Judge Hilarious had a couple of uh, back and forth with a couple of comments. Corey, Corey Holcomb. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Like he said, some of the most shot, but that shit is also real coming from him, and people can tell. Right, right, right. Real, like, bro, he says some shocking fucking shit, but he's willing to get up there. He don't give a fuck if you agree with him or not. He's gonna take them licks, but in the name of comedy, if it's fucking funny, he's gonna let that shit rip every fucking time. Every time. And some of his shit's funny, some of his shit is off putting to me, but I also know that yo, he mean that shit. He's not getting up there to say that just to throw you off, right, make right, you feel right. uncomfortable. That's not why he's doing it. That, like, I say, I like to say that I don't like niggas that lean on that shit of comedy isn't safe no more. Yeah, yeah. Because niggas like him can get up on stage, do his thing, go on, collect his check, and go home. Like, it's that simple. He's never been a nigga that bitched about the consequences of his words. Yo, people gonna like me, some people not gonna like me. It is what it is. I respect that. So, so you still doing that's 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 your why you still doing it because you you have a you have a space, it gives you a space to be heard. That's your that's your that's your yeah, absolutely. Your why. Okay. Okay, I can respect that, man. So, so third of all, man, where, where do you see yourself going? I mean, where, 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 where do you see next for Devron D. Dennis? Mm. Again, another interesting question. Yeah, I have my copay ready. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? What's next? What's next for Devron? Like, well, okay, so, so let me rephrase the question. Let me help. Let me, uh, you, you look up in five years. Uh, where where's Devron? Where, where where's where's comedy Devron? Where's where's comedian Devron D. Dennis? Where's he at? Um, five years from now, comedian Devron D. Dennis is known for comedic clips on the internet. He has his own following of people that just rock with him. Okay, like he's a he's a known entity. But he's for the people. Like I have a piece of me that has given up on the idea of being like say funny. Like it's like okay, it's okay for people to hear this. Like it's I don't mind that my job knows about these jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like it's at this point in my at that point in my career, I want to be to a space where it's just like, nah, I have my own little following and I'm cool with that. Like, I got people that truly rock with me. I'm getting paid for my shit in a real way. And I have this, I have a niche, a niche, 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 niche. group of people yeah, niche, yeah. that, um, that fuck with me. They fuck with what I'm so, saying, my vision, what I want to do. So do you feel like that's more, like, I, I mean, you said, you said have a following. So do you feel like you see yourself transitioning more to a internet comic? I mean, like, you know, I mean, or do you see yourself getting back on the road or, or, or... I'm not getting back on the road unless I'm getting paid. I bro, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm truly, I'm not interested. Like I have resigned myself to the point where it's like, I put it to you like this, right? If I gotta drive the floor, like I have to drive, right? Man, we first of all, I know I put it like this. We've done that shit. We've driven. I know. That's what I'm saying. See, I've done it before. <laughs> yeah, we've done it. Yeah. So if I'm yeah. not getting paid real money, I put it to you like this. I got to be one because I got to miss work. So I got to make up the money that I'm going to miss at being at work. 
And two, I gotta be driving to people that are coming to see well, first me. Of all, you got a corporate job now. I know you got leave days. You ain't gotta. I do, you but what I'm saying out. is, I'm not going out to a bar on a random Thursday to see if these people didn't have nothing to do no more. I'm not yeah. doing. It. Okay, that's, like, that's, okay, yeah. That's yeah. What, like if I leave my, if I leave the comfort of my fucking home, as you just said, my notifications are off. I'm very comfortable. I'm about to start playing Harry Potter as soon as this is done. If I'm leaving the comfort of my crib, I'm going to go talk to people that came to hear Devron. Like, I have people that's just like, nah, man, like, I fuck with you. You out in Florida, I'm coming to see you. It ain't- that's, a, that's a different feeling, man, when folks really pull up on you and they, they, they it's, it's, it's your people, you know, uh, that are they're, they're there for you. People, I mean, I'm, I can't tell you how many shows I've done, either opening for someone or featuring for someone, where their, their room is packed for them. You know? That's what I'm saying. And bro. it's just like, bro, like the energy is different. I did um uh let's see. So so years ago, man, I did uh Toya Free was filming her special in Pasadena. And me and Toya were real close at this time and, and so she had me come down and, and uh do an opening spot uh for her her tape in Pasadena. And 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 I didn't do great, I did all right, but Nardo was there. And Detroit Reed was there, I think. Reed. <laughs> Detroit Reed. What I say, Reed? Yeah. Yeah, Detroit. No. Yeah. What I say? You said Reed. Oh, I meant Reed. I'm sorry. I was trying. I was trying to read something while I would. I, I was. I was trying to read while I was saying the name. Anyway, uh, Detroit Red was there, and uh, so we. Uh, they both had you know decent sets, but man, when Toya came on stage, it was just different. Like, it was it's probably the first time I looked at a stage and was like, Oh, this is just different. You know what I'm saying? And uh that's how anybody's following it. I mean she she was in her her, her, her that was her town, you know what I'm saying? Like that was her place. But like man Bro, I've seen it happen for you, but we've all experienced it once. Yeah. Like I've been to a taping of yours. I we talked about my graduation taping. Like I've felt that before. Yeah. That's why I'm like why am I the thing? The reason why I say I'm not doing that shit no more is because I don't need the proof of. If I never book another show, I'm okay with knowing yo, I did this shit and I was funny. Like I and I can just go to if I need to get up on stage. Like there, I live in a major metropolitan city now. That's it, right? A major metropolitan. There we go. A major metro, metropolitan, metro, major metropolitan city. That's what the fuck I was trying to say. Yeah. And if I want to get up on the stage. Just to go fuck off, I can. And I don't have to drive six hours for fifty dollars. If I went to work, like if I go to work today and I get off at six and I go get up on stage stage at nine, I made some money, I was able to tell some jokes, I was able to come home and play Harry Potter. I'm okay with that. I'm perfect when I say I'm okay with that, I don't need the fame and all that other shit. I would love for my following to build to a point where people are coming out to see me, but that's also the only way that I'm going to leave. Yeah. I'm not I'm just not, and I understand what social media is now. Like, I understand that that's the game. Matter of fact, Kevin on stage told us both. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody just pulling up to see you no more. Yep. And nobody just, I'm not finna think about it. How on a random Thursday, you just gonna get out your crib because this guy might be there? Like, I just came to your show last week. I see that Shep got a real following out here. People love yeah, her. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's good. First of all, that's good. Chef, dope ass people. Like, that's what I'm she, saying. She, but like, that's good people. 
Like that's what I'm saying. Like she has that thing that I'm talking about right now. Like she has that. So until I get that, I'm not. I don't care about that other shit. I'm not yeah. driving to Florida for fifty dollars no more. Devron isn't doing that no more. There's no fun in that for Devron. Devron may get three followers off of that. I live in a city now. I can get three followers by just going to the city. Well, man, that's even like, and, and I've noticed it. I so saw like, like this year, uh, th- this past year, the twenty twenty two, we're in twenty twenty three now. So twenty twenty two, I was like, I'm gonna take social media serious because like I, I've always, and we've had this conversation. I've always felt like, man, I'm not very good at social media. I'm very good on stage, but social media is not really my thing, right? But I've noticed a clear distinction. Like uh, uh, I've noticed a distinct difference. I'm sorry, in my videos to where like now, so. Like, even from New Orleans last week. So, last week when New Orleans, I did three shows and uh, gained a few followers over that three shows, right? Uh, but I put up clips from two different shows. And and, and it's already, like, quadrupled the amount of people that were at those shows have seen those clips. And I've gained probably quadrupled the amount of followers just from that. Just from, just from it taking off and it, you know, and so... Social media could definitely be a tool. I just don't know, me personally, I don't know if I could ever just do just social media. You know? No, I don't want to do just so, that. Let me correct. I'm not saying I want to do just social media. I'm saying that I want to use social media as a tool. Not just social media. Like, I can't be, this is no shade to the people I'm about to name, but I can't be like a ha-ha Davis. I can never be like Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not, that's not my lane. That's the I'm not. Look, not but he him. started. He started on social media, right? So like, that's what I'm like saying. And it's the, it's the exact opposite for me. Like I me feel and, like a like a Ryan Davis. I think Ryan Davis is hilarious. Absolutely, but Ryan yeah. Davis is a real stand up comic. Again, yeah. no shade to Ha Ha Davis, but Ryan Davis really be on that stage and really be on that road working. Man, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, internet comic that not not even just. I'm not going to call him an internet comic because he's not. It got them. Carolyn Claiborne. That motherfucker is funny live, bro. Like and I and I know like, man, I I I remember seeing him when we did Harder City auditions and thinking like, bro, this dude is so funny. Uh, but we were in Jackson, right? Man, I watched I watched that dude. We were in Laurel, uh, uh, doing a show. Uh, what was doing? What we put together a show and Kerwin was headline. I can't remember exactly. I don't remember exactly how the ins and outs went because I wasn't involved in all that. I don't remember if it was like, Pope couldn't be there. What? But anyways, uh. It's it's in a it's in a, a like a like a community center, but the community center has like no AC, right? None it's at all, and it's dead of summer, bro. It's so hot outside. That's it's, it's that South Mississippi heat, bro. It is deadly outside, and man, people was in that bitch about ready to go off. And when I tell you, bro, Kerwin got on stage talking about people having a following, and then being able to back that shit up. Kerwin got on that stage, man, and them folks like. Was fine melting in their seats. They did not care at all. That's what at I all. want. And that's he, what I want for crushed, he crushed that bitch. That's, that's what I want for all of us. Now, see, bro, I found out about Karen through the end. Like, I was like, wait, that's Karen? Like, I, because I remember the name, but I never put two and two. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's the nigga from Jack. Love it for him. Love it for him. I ain't going to be no hater. No, I, I, I can't do that. I can't do that shit. The shit that he does, I can't do. But he's doing exactly what I'm talking about. I want for myself. It's also tough. It's also tough to keep to keep keep that level of content up. Like even those guys, like you talking about, like Ha Ha Davis and like Desi Banks and them. Like man, to get to that level, or even like Country Wayne, 
Like going like I mean, go back to the I mean, to me, Country Wayne is like the original internet comic, right? Like he's a guy that took the internet and used it to form what he wanted as far as like Absolutely. It's, it's, to me it's kind of it's it's I really want to get away from using the term internet comic. Because even those guys like Country Wayne, Kerwin, Desi Banks, Hyde, like they're not internet comics anymore. They're not just posting videos. They they on they in these comedy streets. DC DC is a great example. DC Young Fly is a great example. Like he's not an internet comic anymore. When I say internet Crushing, crushing statement. But you look at, you look at them, man, and like that level of content that has to be out there at all times. It's not just and and, and Kev on stage. He told us that same night. Like you put a video up, you don't think about it. You just put it up. You keep it moving. Doesn't matter, you know. But to do that shit every single day, multiple times a day, to a level of quality that you get to the viewers and you get to the likes and you get to the followers that you need. Fresh it's impressive, man. I mean, it's just it's just impressive, you know. Uh, and, and and I couldn't imagine it's it's just a little bit that I've been doing, you know. It's 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 uh, I just can't imagine doing that shit all day. And I know other guys, man. That if, if like TikTok is big right now, obviously, because it's it's not easy to go viral on TikTok, but it's easy to get in front of people on TikTok, you know. And uh, that have, I mean, just taken off and gone viral on TikTok, and you have people like oh. I want to book you for shows and this and that. They ain't got five minutes. That's they ain't got two minutes. You know, they, they ain't got nothing, you know, but they Bro. just take off, you know. So, um, but uh, man, I, so, so I don't, I don't want to cut this conversation short, but I do, because we had some technical difficulties. I do got to move, got to move expeditiously. That's my TI word of the day, expeditiously. You like that? That shit was dope, wasn't it? You can't. I'm gonna let you have it, buddy. You can't say it wasn't dope. You cannot say it sounded like Ti. I, 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 it sounded like Ti was on the goddamn phone, bro. That sounded just like Ti expeditiously. Before you, know? you move on, I want to make, I want to clarify a statement. When I say oh, internet no, no. comic, when I say internet comic, I don't mean no shade behind that. Like I just differentiate between stand-up comedy and internet comedy because those are two different things. Yeah. Like there's no, both of those things are exceptionally hard for exceptionally different reasons. So there's no shade when I say, yo, you are an internet comic. You just means you're a comic that's funny on the internet. And some people are blessed to be able to do both, internet comedy and stand-up comedy. Like, that is where you, I think that's where you want to be, when you can be like, all right, cool, I can be funny on the internet and I can go get in front of some people and be funny as well. Like, once you got both, I think you're good to go. Yeah. So when I say internet comedy, for any comic that may listen to this and you do comedy on Instagram, TikTok, or whatever, I'm not shading you. I'm actually proud of the work that you're doing. You are contributing to the art form in a different way. At the end of the day, we are all comics. And you, At the and end you of the got day. more and you got more followers than both of us. So you really killing the game. So no big deal. Cause that's what they want is followers. They don't want they don't give a shit about how funny you are and uh how many TV how many times you've been on TV, they just wanna know again you put the asses in the seats. And if you got a following, you can do that. Especially an organic following. You get an organic following, it's a wrap, man. Cause anybody could buy followers, right? That's the still thing. Like you still just buy followers if you want to, but like man, you get that organic following that rocks with you, bro. It's a wrap, man. It's a wrap. Uh, all right, man. Well, last of all, is there anything that you that you see that you want to put out to the people that you want to you know push for? I mean, I know you had the podcast for a while. You still you still rocking with your podcast? Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Still, still right. dope discussions. Dope discussions. It's not dope discussions with Devin D. Dennis no more. Okay. It's just dope questions. Um, okay. I may, on iTunes, my name still might be on there, but we about to, like, 
switch that up too. But dope discussions is pretty much it. Um, now nah, that's it. Like dope discussions, and we are gonna see. Okay. When okay. it's my time to be out there, it's gonna be I'm gonna be out there. And so you 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 gonna and you gonna make sure and get with Shep to get on some shows in New Orleans, right? He told um, me you were. He told me you was last week, and, and and I don't know if you hit it or not. I definitely haven't. Okay, well I'm gonna need you to do that. Uh, okay, so so dope discussions. Uh, you can find it anywhere. You can find podcasts, right? So Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, yep. Stitcher, everything in between, man. Anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find dope discussions. Uh, not with Devron D. Dennis anymore. Actually, just, yeah, look up look up my name, Devron D. Dennis. If okay. my name is on, just put my name. And the title of this, you told the people that you didn't have. No, I'm saying that. Listen, when y'all look it up, my name is probably still on it. I just don't like to promote it as dope discussions with Devron D. Dennis. Okay, but is it is it is it with Devron D. Dennis? Yeah, right now it is. So you're right. Okay, so why can't you just say you're right? You're right. You're right. Because, bro, like you made this shit more difficult than it had to be. Hey, man, I'm a complicated man for no reason sometimes, and I don't like leaving Shay out. My show is nothing without Shay. So okay. that's that's gotta why have I producer. Like. gotta have a producer at all times. Exactly. So that's why I'm removing my name from it. You're right. If you though. don't if you don't have a producer, you end up with the mic cord getting pulled out uh in the middle of the interview and mm-hmm. shit like that. So yeah. Well, yeah, you're right about that. Damn right about that. Yeah. Well man, uh like I said, I appreciate you hopping on, man. I uh I appreciate you, bro. I mean family as always. And uh, we've been, you know, in these comedy streets, man. I don't I don't wanna, you know, uh I don't ever want it to go without saying that, you know, uh, there's plenty of nights that we've had them long drives back to Hattiesburg or back to where we were going. And, uh, man, we've, we've laughed and joked and everything else. And, hey, bro, we've sat in silence because the money wasn't right. And, just uh, angry. <laughs> don't nobody want to talk about this. Just mad. Just mad. <laughs> but no, just mad. No one got them well that we could do better. And uh, I appreciate that, man. And, uh, you know, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see you back on stage this year and uh, hopefully we can we need to go ahead and get timmy back we need to do a problematic tour and get back on the road but you know that's a conversation for another day you know so uh but yeah oh man uh it's a dope episode dope conversation and uh i appreciate it so absolutely all right man we'll be safe and uh, i'm I'm gonna wrap this thing up because uh i'm home yeah yeah we've been talking for a good little minute and uh, I might play Harry Potter. Try to fall asleep. <laughs> All right, bro. Go. All right. And that's a wrap. Episode two of First of All is in the books. Thank y'all so much for tuning in this week. This was a real easy conversation. I'm not even going to bullshit with y'all. I'm just not even going to lie. This was real easy. We're going to get we're gonna get some of these technical difficulties ironed out. I promise you. The audio is coming around. We'll get it. Uh, and, uh, we gonna get the, uh, <laughs> we gonna get the ins and outs of this thing figured out, man. But y'all keep coming back and rocking with us. Thank you to Devron for sitting down with me. Like I said, that's my family. I told y'all in the beginning, his journey is my journey. My journey is his journey. And I appreciate him sitting down and opening up about, uh, his, his comedic journey so far. Y'all make sure and follow him on all social media, man. He made it real easy for y'all to find Devron Dennis or at just call me D me with a three. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new conversation with a brand new guest, a dope guest with a dope conversation, taking that conversation from its first of all to its last of all. I'm your host, Ben Compton, and until then, y'all be safe and be kind to each other.